Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. A 40-something gender queer person shares their observations, life stories, and the adventures of their journey through transition and beyond. And now, here's your host, the creator of it all, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Hey, 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 good morning, hello, how are you, good evening, whenever you're listening to this, let's just listen to that band and get us in the groove, wake us up a little bit, grab that coffee if you're drinking it, grab that tea, and groove to the band. Ah, yes, hello, hello, welcome, welcome, episode 59, wow, episode 59, it's like 10 less than the best number in the world. Wow, welcome, welcome. Ah, that was Phaedra D and the Canadian Sunsets. Hey, you know, what am I going to (laughs) do? What am I going to do? Well, welcome back, welcome back, and welcome aboard if you're a new listener. Welcome aboard if this is your first episode. It's a good one to start with. It's a conversation with, well, Phaedra D, as the title suggests. (laughs) Uh, So that's what's coming up on this episode, meaning... We're not going to do our countdown part of the episode, which is right now we're doing 25 famous women share their best advice that they've ever given or received. We're not going to do that. Not going to have a secondary topic because, well, I'm talking to Phaedra D. Not going to do any listener feedback this section, and we're just going to save all that stuff for next episode or probably the episode after that. But before we get into the conversation, let's talk a little bit about last week's episode, episode number 58, and that was titled, This is Halloween. And wow, 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 wow. When I edited that, I was so all over the place. <laughs> I was just spewing stories and thoughts and memories and just, oh man, I was all over the place. So I hope, <laughs> I hope that it didn't bother you too much. I realized I didn't talk too much about any, you know, trans related things and Halloween. And, and so I'm going to catch us up on that. Um, I never really dressed as in femme or, you know, in female clothing or drag or however you want to call it at all growing up. And I, I did mention that, and I've mentioned that in past episodes. But the number one reason was I did not want anybody pointing the finger at me thinking, hey, that person's a little different. That person's, you know, a gay or queer or a fag or homo or, you know, throw in any slang term that you want to, you know, (laughs) there's tons out there that you can choose. I didn't want that finger pointed at me. And that's because I was afraid. I was fearing fear. And, you know, when you're young and you're trying to fit in and you're trying to live up to, well, everybody's expectation of yourself, except your own, you know, you got your shit from your parents, you got shit from society, you got shit from friends, you got shit from school, and you're just trying to fit in. And that scared me into not expressing my true self. And, and, and I don't mean the true self in the sense of coming out as trans, just how I wanted to express myself. Because, strangely enough, Halloween is one of the only times that somebody could dress however they want. And nobody really has the, the, the ground or the leverage to stand on and, well, make you feel 
inferior or different or whatever, because all you have to turn around and say is, hey, it's Halloween and I'm dressed up as fill in the blank, a woman, um, a prostitute, because sometimes that's what people do, um, some, some female figure, you know, whatever it may be, and fill in the blank, the news broadcaster, an actress, uh, a character from a show, you know, so many different options is that. But I never wanted to take that step because of that fear I've mentioned a good number of times in the past. So I'm sorry I didn't mention that last episode, but I, I have talked about it, oh, fairly regularly, I should say. And I, I just, I never could work up the courage to do it. Uh, also into episode 58, I do hope that you enjoyed the little bit of uh, classic comedy that I shared. The, uh, the age-old routine from Abbott and Costello, Who's On First? Uh, it's always been one of my favorites. I love the wordplay, and I hope you did too. And at the very end, I gave a little, uh, let's just say a, a PSA, a public service announcement about, about suicide. And it was, it was to the point, and it was very heartfelt, I realized, in the edit. I was just talking when I recorded it. I didn't realize how, how much energy and emotion I put behind it. Uh, and that's because, well, we lose so many people to that horrible, horrible way to go. And, and I don't just mean trans people. I mean people in general. Uh, but it is pretty high in the trans community. So that's why we're speaking about it on this episode. Uh, go back, listen to it. Cause it was only, I don't know what, 10, maybe 15 minutes at that most. I don't know. And, and really I was speaking to the people not contemplating suicide. I was speaking to the people that are on the opposite end of that spectrum. The ones who are positive, the ones who are happy, the ones who never think about suicide. Usually it's those people who don't pick up on a lot of the clues that some of the people who are hurting give off. So check that out. Think about that. And be, I mean, I think many of us are guilty of, of, you know, okay, hey, yeah, I'll call you back and talk to you in a little bit. Or, hey, I got time next Thursday to talk to you and hang out and have some coffee. And, you know, you wait till next Thursday and sadly, they don't make it to next Thursday. So just think about that stuff. Last episode, and well, all past episodes can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, I kind of house everything over at Blogspot, Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com. You can find everything about the show you're going to need there, RSS feed, uh, our Amazon affiliate link, shop through Amazon with our link. We get a little pennies on the dollar. Uh, we got a PayPal donate button, if that's your choice. Every single episode the show in the show notes has a link to our Patreon page. Uh, we also have Facebook, facebook.com slash changes in latitudes podcasts. Go over there, join in the fun. I'm posting a lot on Facebook. If you message me or you post something on the page, I usually get back to, to you folks within this, you know, within the same day, usually, or within a few hours, depending on when that's posted. You know, I got to sleep sometime. If you want to send me an email, changes in latitudes podcast at gmail.com and follow me on Twitter at Sabrina Miller 41. And speaking of Patreon, if you're not familiar with it, go check it out. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Changes in Latitudes podcast. It's such a great way to give back to the arts and support the people that, well, let's just say make your day. If you're listening to this, there's a reason you're coming back. There's a reason you're listening for whatever it is. Patreon's the way to support people like myself, and other independent artists. Uh, this particular episode, number 59, is brought to you, well, 
basically, <laughs> it's brought to the brought to you by the bonus episodes I put out in early and mid October. Well, I guess it was both early October, October second and the eleventh. On October 2nd, it happened to be Groucho's birthday, Groucho Marx's birthday, and I referenced that in episode 54. Uh, I do a little, uh, I don't say tribute, you know, a little homage <laughs> to, to Groucho on one of those episodes, one of those bonus episodes available only on Patreon. And then October 11th is National Coming Out Day, and I threw out a bonus episode talking about that. And in that episode, I do a performance monologue, we'll call it, uh, from a wonderful, wonderful show called Groucho A Life in Review. And the reason uh, it's all kind of Groucho heavy <laughs> is because, uh, well, Groucho's birthday and October 11th is when his brother Chico Marx died. And in that show, in that uh, production of uh, Groucho A Life in Review, there is a wonderful, emotional, heartfelt monologue uh, from Groucho talking about his relationship with his brother. So I threw those out on Patreon. I hope the patrons out there, I hope you folks loved it. I hope you folks liked it at the very least. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, join in the fun over on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. That works out to be, at the end of the year, about 17 cents an episode. Not a bad deal. So check that out. Patreon.com slash Changes in Latitudes podcast. All right, our main topic, main topic, main topic. Well, it, as the title says, it's a conversation with Phaedra D, part one, part uno. Uh, this was recorded on October 6th of uh, this year, 2015. Uh, she is a delightful, delightful person. She lives all the way on the East Coast of Canada, and uh, that's four hours difference from where I live on the West Coast of, of United States. So we had a little bit of some scheduling conflicts, not really, but enough to make me think, wow, that's, that's a big difference. That's that's a four-hour shift. That's a that's a part-time shift apart in the sense of how far we are. But we sat down through Skype and we talked and had just a great heartfelt conversation. So I'm going to say right up front here, Phaedra, thank you again. It was I had such a lovely time when we sat down and recorded, and I hope you did too. Now, in the recording process, we had a couple glitches. Uh, they, I, I edited around them, and I hope it doesn't take away from your listening experience too much. Uh, and we covered a bunch of different topics, especially in this first half. Uh, we talked about transitioning, life in general, uh, podcasting, because she's thinking about one herself. And, you know, we did a bunch of other random segues. I mean, it was all over the place. Bottom line, it, it was like sitting down with a friend, having a cup of coffee. So, hey, if you're a coffee drinker or a tea drinker or if you're listening to this in the evening and you don't really want all that caffeine, grab your favorite beverage, sit down, and join Phaedra D. and myself in our, well, casual conversation. Tell us the brief, <laughs> briefest way you have reached from... Prior to coming out to where you are now. Um, okay. Well, that was sort of, um, it, it sort of happened in stages and fits and starts, um, you know, uh, and like basically I've always known, you know, the, the stereotypical story. I've always known that I was a little bit different, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I think we all are very familiar with that. 
you know. So, you know, jump ahead to, uh, uh, it was, uh, oh, I would say about uh, six years ago um, after my mom had passed away. That was, you know, the last of my family. I, I got, kind of got to thinking, it's like, you know what? Uh, it's just time for me to start living life on my own terms. Um, you know, I can not relate. That, you know, and it's not that I was I was trying to hide anything from my mom or anything like that because I was out to her. But I just said, you know what? Our time our time here is limited. Um, if I want to do this, I should probably get on with it. Uh, and then promptly proceeded to do nothing about it for three years. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty common. You start thinking about it, and you're like, um, no, it's too much work right now. I got to line up with some other ducks. Oh, that's that's absolutely it. That's absolutely it. Uh, because the situation, uh, you know, the, the the situation that I was living in, uh, I was actually living in a, a trailer park um, south of town here. Um, I'm in Ottawa, Ontario, uh, and I was living in Greeley at the time. And where I was living, um, it was not exactly the most LGBT friendly place in the world. Mm, okay. Um, it was, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but if you've ever seen Trailer Park Boys, it was pretty much exactly Trailer Park Boys. Uh, okay. No, I haven't, but okay. Okay. We'll, we'll roll uh, with it. We'll, we'll roll with that. Anyways, it was, um, it was basically everything you would imagine a trailer park to be. Um, you know, they, they get that stereotype for, the, for a reason and this one definitely had it. Um, so what happened then was... Um, uh, things changed and uh, uh, my wife and I, we decided to move a little bit closer into town uh, so I could be closer to work, she could be closer to work so we wouldn't be running two vehicles back and forth and all of that good stuff. Uh, and she asked me, well, do you still think about it? And by it, she meant, you know, transitioning, being trans and all of that. And I said, well, yeah, only every other day. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Um, the, the side story to this was on our very first date, um, uh, my wife and uh, my wife, my ex-wife now, uh, on our very first date, I just come out of a bad relationship. I didn't want to be involved with anybody. Um, so I came out to her on our very first date and said, look, I'm trans. And I thought if anything will get rid of her, it'll be that. Um, <laughs> okay. I can see, I I've heard stories of, uh, using it for that nature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it didn't work. You know, we were together for 14 years. So, um, anyways, we moved into town uh, and uh, into a, a, a slightly better place. Uh, and um, once we got in there, then I started, you know, pushing my limits, exploring things, and figuring out exactly, you know, who I was and what I wanted to do and, uh, you know, how I wanted to get there. So then things happened and along came a baby. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think so, we know uh, how that happens, but sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm another one, you know, have the baby, have the baby after you're 40. That's awesome. Uh -huh. you know, great, great planning on our part. Right. So anyway, we, we had the baby and then we had, um, we had uh, her daughter move in with us and then we moved into another house. And I, while all of this was happening, I was, you know, pushing myself more and more and more and more and more to, you know, get out and live and be and stuff. Uh, and the, then the, the inner voice was screaming at you essentially. Uh, essentially. Yeah. yeah uh, and, yeah. and then the, the next thing, you know, uh, we got into the, the new place and I just, I was, I was getting, I, I don't know. I, I just 
I feel I felt like I had leveled up. I had finally gotten things under control, and um, you know, yes, this is this is what I want to be. This is how I want to do it. Uh, everything's under control. Everything's working. Uh, and then my wife decided that she wanted to be my ex-wife, and it's like, okay, awesome. Here we go again. And this is before deciding to transition. Uh, this happened in April, uh, and I had decided to transition, uh, and whenever whenever we decided that we were going to split up, uh, I said, well, you know what? If my life is going to blow up, let's blow it all the way up and rebuild it the way I want to build it. Yeah, well, hey, if it's, if it's, if it's going to come down, you've got to build from the ground up, and why not make it the better structure? Well, exactly, exactly. So, uh, you know, um, the next the next month, it was um, it was just a case of okay. So, you know, I'm starting from zero here. Um, how do I want things to look for me? And it's just been, you know, the very first thing that I did um, was to uh, to call our, our local uh, our local therapist who specializes in in gender stuff. Uh, we're lucky. We have, uh, her name is Dr. Helma Seidel. Uh, she is one of the top, uh, gender therapists in Canada. Uh, and we're really lucky to have her here in Ottawa. So I called her, yeah, I called her right off the bat and, uh, and managed to get in with her. And, uh, I've been seeing her pretty steadily since April. We've been working on a transition plan, uh, and, and slowly moving things forward. Um, and of course, you know, on, on top of, uh, on top of all that, uh, you know, uh, my hours changed at work. So I was working on a slightly different shift, uh, plus moving to a new apartment, Ooh. uh, you know, plus, that's a, full, uh, that's a full thing work and then move. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Oh yeah, work and move and separation, and of course, our daughter just started school a couple of weeks ago. So this summer, you know, basically from April until now has been a blur. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. So you know, uh, but the good part about that blur is it hasn't really given me a chance um, to have the negative voice of "Hey, what the hell am I doing here?" You know, intrude on me. Uh, you know, I haven't had, I haven't had a chance or ha- I haven't had time for second thoughts. Hmm. Um, so I've just been kind of pushing forward and trying to, um, trying to do the things that I want to do and do them the way that I want to do them. Perfect. You're in control. You're making your own, uh, checklist and working it. Um, we, I, we have the checklist. Uh, I don't know how in control we are, but, uh, you know, it seems like, you know, from, from one day to the next that, uh, that that's a kind of a moving target. But for the most part, um, you know, once I managed to get, uh, once I managed to escape, um, the, the environment that I was in and once I was managed to, um, just ground myself and have my own, my very own safe space, Mm-hmm. Uh, like like a personal safe zone um, that I could just I could call my own and I didn't have to you know I didn't have to to answer to anybody for um, that was when the, for me the healing process really started uh, and um, you know then from there things kind of progressed um, now parallel story to this uh, I met another wonderful woman 
um, who at a, uh, a women's social that happens once a month here in Ottawa. Uh, it's called Women versus Cake. Um, and, and it's basically a, a meeting of a, a bunch of women of various orientations at uh, a, a local cake and coffee shop. Um, and I was invited there actually to meet up with somebody else to talk about cosplay because I was thinking about getting into that scene. Um, but we never met, uh, I never met the original person. She ended up not turning up. Uh, and I ended up walking into this room full of strangers, people that I didn't know in a strange place, um, and just sat down and started talking to people, um, uh, which is completely not me in either, you know, presenting as either gender. Um, but I was presenting, a, I was presenting in the way that I wanted to. Uh, and I met, uh, I, I met a wonderful woman there and, you know, I thought, oh, great, we'll be friends and hang out and do stuff, you know. Right, right. Uh, and then one thing led to another and, you know, now we're dating and it's been almost a year now. Oh, wow. Oh, Congratulations. So when you're not looking for it, it happened to smack you in the face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's usually and how it is. That's usually how it, how it – well, that's in my history. <laughs> that's usually how it happens is you're not looking for it, you're not wanting it, and all of a sudden, bam, there it is. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So, yeah, we've uh, uh, we've been together for a year, and uh, we're, we're working on blending the families together. We're not living together. We're, you know, uh, by choice, I, I'm maintaining my own my own space and she's maintaining her own space. Perfect. Um, you know, just because I don't feel that we're ready to make that jump just yet. Um, good. You know, you know I just, it's not that I don't want to, it's just, that I don't want to right now. You know, I, I think that I have I completely understand that, especially, you know, having just come from a, a long relationship and living with somebody else. I'm, and, uh, I, I'm just, I'm really digging having my own space for a little while right now. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. I think I think everybody needs a little little uh, cave or or something just 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 to go and call their own. Well, I mean, the other thing too. I mean, you know, it's such a refreshing change uh, after uh, you know. Uh, I know I keep coming back to this, but it's uh, you know a, a relationship of that long of that length. Uh, you know, after being in a relationship of 14 years, being on your own and not having and, you know, not having to worry what the other person thinks about where you put your desk or where you put the printer or, you know, crazy things like that. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's it's just such an amazing psychic relief, um, if that makes any sense. It makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. It's a, It's a free space instead of a shared space. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, I, I, those things, they sound, you know, things like that sound trivial, you know, oh, well, where does the coleus plant need to be? You know, do you like it here? But not having to worry about so many, you know, there's an infinite number of those little trivial things that, uh, you know, they, they can hang us up. And if, the, if you're not careful when you're blending spaces, then that's where the bigger problems come from. Very, very true. Very good observation. Yeah, I, I commend you for... For recognizing that, that's it's good, very good. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's uh, I don't know. It's I guess I'm going through a kind of a reflective period right now. So, 
Um, and uh, anyways, to get back to the larger narrative of my transition, it seems like it's something that's kind of going in plateaus. You know, I'll do something and then I'll level up. And then I'll get really comfortable at that. And then I'll start looking around for the next challenge. You know, ooh, what's the next challenge? Um, you know, uh, you know, and it's something, it can be something as crazy of, as, uh, you know, oh, well, I want to try this new restaurant. I've never been there. Or, uh, you know what? Questioning things like, you know what? Do I really need a car? I mean, I live in a city. <laughs> there's a bus stop right in front of my house. Do I really need a car? Well, it, it depends on, on – see, if, here, in, here in California, specifically San Diego, you can get around on the bus, but things like shopping, like grocery shopping, is not convenient by the bus. Most, <laughs> most people that take buses to go shopping usually end up taking taxis or you know, Uber cars home. So, but, uh, but usually, like the, the business commute is usually uh, uh, pretty well used around here because we've got a trolley system as well. Oh, that's not the greatest. Cool. It's not the greatest. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but it's something. It's a start. Right, right, right. Well, actually, that was something. Um, whenever we did display, whenever um, we did decide to split up, my uh, my ex and I. Uh, whenever I picked my new apartment, I picked it so that I'm literally a five minute walk from work. Nice. Um, nice. I walk out. I walk out my door. I walk down the street, and I'm there, and it's awesome. Yeah, that I I've never lived that close to work, <laughs> but in the relative sense of you know like a, a five minute drive instead of a half hour drive, uh, I I relate <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, it's it's funny like like where we were before when we were living out in Greeley, it was um, I was forty five minutes to come into work, uh, and then whenever we moved in closer, I was still. It was still a 20-minute drive into work, uh, and then we moved a little bit closer, and it was a 15-minute drive to work. But I was literally on my way into work. I was literally driving by the apartment buildings that I'm living in right now. Did they happen to have those signs that say, you could be home now? No, but they they conveniently had, um, you know, vacancy signs out front, and, you know, only $900 a month, it's like, Oh, okay. So why am I living further out, paying more money, spending more on gas when I could be living right there? Um, yeah, like it's where, almost a no-brainer. Yeah, like see where um, where where I work. Um, it's uh, it used to be uh, a, a railroad yard. It's um, it, for CP Rail. Uh, it was later converted into other light industrial stuff, and there's a shopping center going in there now. Uh, and the housing that I'm in, it was actually housing built by the railway uh, for the people that worked in that yard. Um, wow. So it was, it was intentionally put there so people could walk to work. And uh, I just lucked out that, you know, this is the – actually the third time that I'm working in that same place and uh, – and these buildings, you know, they're here. They're not new. Like they're, um, I'd say they were put up in probably the mid forties or so. Uh, and uh, and I'm sure they've been renovated and you know, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, upkeep, uh, kept up to uh, standard business uh, building code. There's the word. Damn it! I lost oh, oh it. yeah. 
Oh yeah, they're 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 definitely uh, they were they they're definitely well maintained. I mean, I don't know what they were like in the eighties. Like everything in in you know everything around here in the eighties was kind of run down. Uh, but now the the management company uh, they're they're really really good. Everything is clean. Everything's freshly painted. Um, so you know just. Uh, by just by luck, uh, I happened to luck into a really good place that I didn't really have to, you know, it was less infrastructure that I needed to maintain on my own. Um, you know, I don't have to worry about the car. I don't have to worry about the insurance, the gas or anything like that. Um, so all of that being said, um, uh, that my point, and I did have one, uh, was that... Uh, it's that's, okay. We'll get around to it eventually. <laughs> that, that That's one more challenge uh, you know, one more change to, to my life, you know, how can I change things, um, to be the, the most true version of myself? And I'm finding that the more times I ask that question, um, the happier I am with the results, you know? Yes. Yes, I do know. Uh, cause it's, I was just thinking it, it goes right in line with everything I say about balance. Oh, abs- absolutely. Everybody absolutely. finding their own balance. Uh, for you, you discovered that, you know, living as close as you do to work, realizing you're not needing a car and all that extra expense and and using that towards a bus pass or however your system works out there is what is helping you achieve and attain that balance that I keep talking about. So it's a, I love it when examples like that come up. Yeah, well, in my case, the the money that I'm not spending on on gas and insurance and all that that's that's going into the transition fund for, you know, whatever expenses are going to come up down the road. Um, you know, where I am right now, I'm I'm I, I'm into the I'm into the the therapy with the, the therapist. Haven't started HRT yet, uh, but I would imagine that's going to be coming down the pipe next. Um, Usually, I, I, depending on if you're going by the average uh, uh, transition model, we'll say, usually that's what's next, but it's not ne- necessarily for everyone. Some people, they have to lose weight. Some people, they have to quit smoking. Some people, they have other things they want to get rid of and do with their lives before taking that that step. Yeah, well, that's that's uh, that's one thing that I was lucky about. Um, I've been uh, I haven't had a cigarette in well, it'll be two three it'll it'll be three years in January. Um, Congratulations! Woohoo! Yeah, I just sort of one day spontaneously quit and just I just stopped. Um, I've heard and- that I've heard that answer from quite a bit of people that they just say, "Yeah, one day." That's it. I decided I'm done. And that was it. Yeah. And, and you know, granted, it, I was a little bit bitchy for a couple of days afterwards. But yeah, uh, yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't really that bad. And, uh, you know, um, it uh, it took a while to get out of my system, uh, obviously. But uh, it, it was it literally was a case of, you know what? I think I'm done with it. And the further, you know, every day that I put it behind me, it got a little bit easier. Um, right. You know, and that's not to say every once in a while I will get a craving for one, but it's not, uh, you know, it's not unmanageable. You know, it's something right. that, uh, you know, if anybody out there is looking for motivation to, to quit, just do it. Just do it. You'll, you know, you'll thank yourself down the road. Yeah, I've heard the first three weeks are the worst. And then after that, everything starts to really ease up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, funny story about that. My the t- um, What I did to keep myself motivated was the money that I would uh, not spend on cigarettes, I'd just throw it in a little jar. Mm, uh, I've heard that too. 
And at the end of the week, I would buy myself, a, you know, a, a present with it. So, uh, you know, I don't remember what the first week one was, but the second week present was a new set of kitchen knives. So it's like, well, nice. you know what? If I can buy if I can buy knives and I haven't stabbed anybody with them yet, I think I'm going to make this. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. It's a good way to look at it. I, I, I'm hoping the room noise isn't too echoey here because no, not I, at all. I'm, I'm in my living room and it's hardwood floors with not a whole lot of furniture. That was actually one of the good things of you know going back to the transition and the in the uh, the moving process was whenever whenever we split i i said you know what i don't want to take anything more than i absolutely have to with me because i was uh, you know i was looking at it as an opportunity to rebuild so uh, it's just amazing how much stuff that you accumulate uh yes. after 14 years it's well, uh, it's yeah, unbelievable just in life just in life i mean yeah, uh, yeah just just in life it was uh, the stuff that has traveled with me for close to two decades if not longer is i really need to go through it i really need to reevaluate and go through it I, i've always been saying someday i'll have a garage sale someday i'll have a yard sale and i, I need to make that someday happen soon when before we moved, I was looking. It's like I had my university textbooks. I've been carting those things around for ten years. Why do I still have those? A lot of people uh, keep those for a long time. Yeah, um, you know, I guess it's a, a sentimental thing. But I sentimental mean, I, nostalgia. I may need to back go back and refer to it. it, it I guess it all depends on the major. Because my mom, who was into nursing, had obviously kept all of her nursing books because she wanted to re- be able to refer back to the stuff. But, uh, I mean, other I, I can't think of any other majors right now that where you wouldn't need the books, you know? Yeah, I mean, in my case, it was all engineering stuff. Uh, so some of that was the case. But, oh, my God, there's coffee appearing in front of me. Hey, Hello. coffee's nice. That's what I just <laughs> ran and got. Coffee is wonderful. Now I have two coffees. Uh, hey, and you got two hands, right? And I have two two coffees, two hands, no problem. Well, there is. You only one mouth. Well, you know, that, but, I, I suppose. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get over that. We'll get, we'll get over we'll, that. We'll get We'll figure out a way around that. So, yeah, um, you know, again, as as part of the transition process, part of that was, you know, dumping unwanted stuff, uh, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, um, you know, uh, dumping the... the um, out with dumping the bad, the, out with the negative, in with the positive. Basically, yeah. I mean, and you know, dumping the dumping the voice that says I can't do this. Well, yeah, okay, maybe you can't do it now, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it tomorrow, or you know, a, a week from now, or two weeks from now, or whenever you feel that you're ready to do it. Right, right. I, I had something very similar in my life where you're where you made the reference. It was a while back. I didn't want to interrupt. It was, uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah, I've been thinking about that every couple of days. It got to me. It got to me that way myself because it was I was laying in bed one night and I had that thought of, you know, transition. And and I stopped and I went, holy Christ, I've been thinking this exact same thought at bedtime for the last. And I did an actual physical count at the time. Right now, I don't quite remember, but it was 20 something years. And I said, "Okay, I got to do something about this. I really need to do something about this." And that's when I started my path for, we'll we'll say, knowledge before uh, coming out and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, that every once in a while I'll think back to you know if I had 
if if I had the internet when I was twelve, because oh, like I, you, how many times have I said that on the show? A, exactly, and I, I'm in exactly the same the same point because okay, if so I had the internet, in, you get me. We're you're the demographic that is right there with me. Thank you. I thank you. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I knew we hit it off right when our messaging started months and months and months ago. I was like, I like this cat. She's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, for reference, I'm I'm 45, so we're probably about the same age. I think. Yeah, I'm 43, so we're two eight, two years apart. At okay, this time, yeah. it doesn't really matter. You <laughs> 30, 30 some odd years ago, it might have mattered, but it doesn't matter now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so um, you know, like 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 you say, if we would have had the internet when we were twelve, oh my God, things would have been different. And even just the preliminary internet, which which I've referred to as the AOL days, where it was just you know that one community. There was no internet to get across the world. There was no browser. There was you know a, eventually there was a web crawler, but all the information was withheld within that one community, AOL or Prodigy, and I think there was one or two other that you paid a service for, you got online, you could give people your email, and that's about really the only thing to the outside world because all the information like the encyclopedias or the dictionaries or all those other news articles, they would all be housed within inside that, that community, so you really couldn't go out of that. But if the information was there even in that, holy mackerel, life would have been so different 20 years ago for me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and, you know, like, um, you know, back, back when I was first discovering this about myself, um, I, you know, I didn't even have the terminology to figure out what it was, you know, I could What age was that? Uh, or about? I, uh, I started, uh, I started thinking different. Um, I must've been about five or six or so. Wow. Okay. Real young, real young. See, I didn't, I didn't get that until, till like right before, uh, puberty started to hit. It was, it was weird because all of a sudden one day I went, huh, that's interesting. I wonder why I want to do that. Yeah. See, I, I've always, it's, it's always been a part of me. So, you know, I, I like, I want to say it was that early, but I just, I can't remember ever, ever having a time when I didn't think that I was a girl, you know what I mean? I just thought that's, you know, that's what it was. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. And, and for me, it was just a few years older. But yeah, I totally get it. Totally get it. Because it, it haunted me from like, I don't know, I know for a fact it haunted me from like 11 or 12. And I'm pretty darn sure it was in the back of my mind a few years before that. But uh, yeah, so uh, three quarters of my life is how long I've been carrying that, and it's it's crazy. It's it's really crazy. Would you, and and that comes back to the whole reason I do my show because I was looking for something like this that many years ago, and it's it's awesome to have you as somebody who gets that concept on the show. And now a word from our sponsor. When you need a professional who specializes in writing, photography, or web design, contact Tom Slayton. At Tom's website, TomSlayton.com, you'll find brilliant WordPress themes, discounts and links for fantastic online services, and sage wisdom from the master himself, Tom Slayton. TomSlayton.com even features a wonderful eclectic collection of photographs seldom seen elsewhere. Visit TomSlayton.com. That's T-O-M-S-L-A-T-I-N.com. Ah, uh, thank you, Tom. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. I really, really do appreciate it. I, I know I say that every episode, 
But folks, Tom and I exchange real quick, real brief uh, text messages through, well, many different social media <laughs> ways. <laughs> and I, I just want to say publicly, Tom, your contribution, your supporting of the show helps out more than I really let on, to be quite honest. Uh, it, it, it's... It really saves my ass. I'll be blunt. <laughs> there are times when your weekly and monthly contribution has, well, sometimes puts food on the table, sometimes puts gas in my gas tank, sometimes supports the show in the sense of a little bit of advertising on Facebook. I recently bought a uh, different recorder so I can record through Skype a little clearer, a little cleaner, and it, that's, that helped that out. It, it's... It, it helps me so very much. So, folks, go support Tom since he supports my show. And this week I want to talk about – well, it's a picture because this guy, he does some great photography. It, go check out his photos over at TomSlayton.com. This one is called Empty Inside, and it's easy to find, TomSlayton.com forward slash Empty Inside. And it looks like just a rundown shack. It's not quite a house. Not quite a barn or anything like that. It looks like a work shed that has just been neglected for, oh gosh, at least 10 years, if not longer. A bunch of foliage has grown all around it. Beautiful fall colors in this particular uh, image. And it looks like the, the building is probably not going to stand any sort of uh, heavy winter. You know, any, any snow that's going to fall looks like it's going to collapse the whole damn thing. So it's hard to see inside, but it looks like there's some stuff inside. For, you know, who knows what's left inside. But what I like about this particular picture is the just the colors, the greens, the browns, the 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 yellows, the the and all the shades in between those as as you know as leaves and ch things change from from the summer into the fall. And it's just a beautiful composition of of this photo. So again, folks, check it out. TomSlayton.com slash empty inside. And Tom, thank you. And now back to the conversation with Phaedra D. So I have, we've been chatting for a while. I haven't even said thank you so much. Thank you, Phaedra, for, for being on the show and sharing your story. Well, thanks for having me. And I think it's a, a wonderful, you know, I think every voice that we put out there, um, you know, this, every voice that we put out there is important. Um, oh, yes. And this is oh, yes. A kind of a, it's kind of a thing for me that I just realized when I asked you to be on the show, it's like, you know what? I, I want to be heard too, and um, the more of us, the more of us that that speak up and say this is who we are, um, you know, I, I think that's a very important thing. Absolutely important, and it's not just saying, "Hey, this is who we are," but this is who we are, and now look at how different so and so is compared to Sabrina, compared to Phaedra, compared to uh, uh, let me think of somebody who was on the show, Caitlin G. You know, <laughs> how we're all the same, but we're still different. It's that's what I, that's what it just gives me so much joy because I ran from that difference for so long. So now to be able to turn around and just say, "Look, the difference is what brings us together." That's so fucking cool. I'm running with it. Yeah, exactly. Well, in in my case, I wasn't uh, I wasn't running from I wasn't running from difference. I was trying to. I was trying to fly under the radar. I was trying to, you know, get by without being noticed. You know, oh, nothing to see here. Just move along, move along. Right, uh, you know. right. Yeah, D um, don't see the little girl inside me. 
That's right. Uh, don't you know? Don't look too close. There's nothing to see here. Uh, you know, everything is normal here. Uh, and then uh, once once I managed to get over that, now it's like, uh, you know, I've I've gone from you know. Uh, trying to hide in plain sight to, uh, you know, hey, dig me, you know, uh, and and what an amazing feeling that is. Um, nice, nice. Uh, how, uh, I don't want to say how far along in transition are you, because that's not really specific amongst uh, us, you know, people who are going through it, etc. How much of your life now is your authentic you, and how much has to remain your previous you? Um, I would say, um, I would say everywhere except, uh, when I'm at work for now. So, um, and, and even then that's sort of questionable too, because of the kind of work that I do. Mm. Uh, I'm, I, I kind of have a non-traditional job in that I don't interact with a lot of people, so, you know, even though I may not be presenting as the way that I want, I'm still in in the headspace, if that makes any sense. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Of course it so, does. So, you know, basically, um, you know, I've gone from, you know, just getting by um, to any chance that I have now to exist, I'm I'm taking it, if if that makes any sense. <laughs> yes, of course. Okay, so I can't do it here, but I can do it all these other places. Awesome, cool, let's go. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, actually, that was kind of the, the, the one of the biggest things um, that I learned in the first the first weeks of uh, of living not not full time, but most of the time. Um, you know, one of the biggest things I learned there was, you know what? You can do this, and for the most part, people don't care. I, same, same thing. Same thing. The first probably about two weeks of every day going out, dealing with, uh, it was the same feeling. It was like, okay, well, the, the world didn't stop. Uh, nobody's staring. Uh, cool. All right. Yeah. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah, and, and, and once you get over, you know, uh, once you get over that, um, you know, the world literally opens before you. I mean, obviously there are places that you don't want to go and situations that you don't want to put yourself in. I know I mentioned uh, that on the show. <laughs> are, you know, chances are those are situations that you wouldn't want to put yourself in, you know, regardless of how you exactly, exactly. Use your common sense. Don't go where it doesn't feel right. Just use that. Listen to your inner self. You finally opened up to it. You found out that there's a little girl inside you or for our uh, trans uh, brothers, trans men out there, the little boy inside you. Listen to it. <laughs> Listen to it. Trust it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, you know, like, um, you know, and, and of course, it's all, you know, that's all tuned to your sense of personal comfort, uh, what your situation is, what your environment is. I mean, um, that's part of what it, makes us all so different. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I work, I work night shift. I naturally tend to work night shift. I've always worked night shift. So I, I find that I'm more comfortable with night people, if that makes any sense. It makes perfect sense. I, I've, I've not, not a night job, but I've worked like the early part of the night. I would be off between midnight and one. And so, you know, I got that taste for that early morning or that, that early part of the shift. And yes, it's a different breed of person that works, you know, 10 o'clock to 6 o'clock in the morning, 10 p.m. to 6 p.m., 6 a.m. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. 
Absolutely. Like right now I'm working uh, two in the afternoon till two in the morning, basically Ooh. on average. Um, that's a and, long, and that's, that's a long day, girl. Yeah. I only do it. Uh, I only do it four days a week though. So that, uh, oh, only you know, four it makes days a week, 12 hour shifts. That's not so bad. Wow. No. And you know, um, I don't know if I could handle that. But it, uh, it works out that I'll tell you the craziest shift that I ever worked though uh, I was working security at an embassy and we were working uh, seven days in a row, 12 hour shifts. So we were working seven days on, seven days off. Oh my God. Uh, I've heard of crazy ins- stuff like that. It was insane on one hand, but on the other hand, you had a vacation literally every other week. So it kind of made up for it. Uh, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. That's definitely one way to look at it. Absolutely. Because you got a week to go do whatever you can within a week. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, we had one guy. He he lived literally in a different city. He would come down for his shifts, do his thing, and then go away for a week. Um, wow! So it was it was kind of crazy. And at that kind of a job, if you're there for eight hours, you might as well be there for twelve hours because you know uh, we were starting six at night till six in the morning. So I mean, you know, the extra four hours, you know, big deal. Yeah, so, I guess you know, I guess two to six isn't that bad. Yeah, so not, not a was, shift I would want, but. Hats off to you, girl. Yeah. But right now, like I say, I'm working usually on average two in the afternoon till two in the morning. It it depends. Right, right. Uh, and um you know, and the people that are out there at that time, it's uh it's it, it we're we're a different we're a different bunch of people. Um and uh I, I just find the world is a little bit easier to interact with at that time. It's a little bit less rushed. Uh, people take time to talk to you and acknowledge your presence and acknowledge your existence. Um, hmm. Yeah, I so, suppose so. so. Now, I was just thinking that we're basically at opposite ends of the North American continent. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm in San Diego, California, and you're where again? I, I'm in Ottawa, Ontario, uh, which is um, kind of... Uh, Oh, I'd say uh, what's it, relatively nor uh, relative for, for the American listeners out there. Um, uh, kind of, uh, sort of East Coast ish. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, we're about eight hours north of New York City, if that makes any sense. Okay, okay, yeah, and you're one hour extra. Because instead of the three-hour difference, like from West Coast to East Coast, there's a four-hour difference between us. So, yeah, that's uh, to, right. to me, I, I, that's the biggest thing I've had a hard time wrapping my head around in, in scheduling our stuff. It's like, okay, well, if I start at this time, holy mackerel, that's like middle of the night. And then you'd respond with, yeah, that's when I'm normally working. I'm like, uh, okay, totally cool. Yeah, yeah. And well, yeah, I, that's the thing. My, my and Because of the shift that I work, my whole body schedule is shifted by about four hours. Yeah, you, in, in a time thing like that, you you, you absolutely shift. Uh, I've had early, early, early morning starting shifts, like starting at 4, 4, 4.30, and going till, you know, noon or 1, whatever it was. Uh, so it was a full day, but I'd already be there a number of hours before the sun even came up. So, right. so there, I mean, so I'd get a taste of that night breed kind of slowing down into the day breed taking on the world going crazy chaotic. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I understand uh, the, the, the differential between that. The, that uh, social dynamic is the best way to say that. Because that's yeah, what it is. Yeah. It's, a different, it's a different interaction. It's a different 
mode. And I don't know if it's because we're all trying to run from the sun or what, but yeah, you're right. There is a different breed there. But bottom line, I'm so, so happy that we finally got a chance to, to do this, to do what we're doing right now. Me too. Me too. And, uh, you know, um, oh, and thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening and interacting and all of it. Thank you. Well, I, uh, that's, uh, that's actually something else I like about my job is it get, does give me a, a chance to listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, so, cool. uh, um, and I was really, really happy to find yours. I mean, it was, uh, a space that had kind of gone dormant for a little while. Um, I noticed that myself right before I put it together. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had, uh, I was listening to, uh, the transponder podcast, uh, and that kind of pod faded and there wasn't really a whole lot out there. We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. So we were last talking about the podcast that you listened to, Transponder, and I I listened to that a little bit a couple times too, but it faded, and so I'm like, I I don't even want to listen to the back catalog. It's been so long since they've done a new one. Right, and uh, um, you know, uh, it's uh, it, they do have a large back catalog, um, but uh, yeah, well, they I, seem to be like it, running the, the show for for forever, and then all of a sudden, bye bye, with no explanation. Yeah, uh, and 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 see the the thing about that is, um, you know, I I I I live for the new episode. That's just me. If I know that the series is done, chances are I won't want to listen to it. Uh, so you you're know. one of the first listeners that listens when it drops. I'm usually one of the first listeners. Um, That's so and, cool. And, and, Thank and, you. And, and you know, I'm like that with all of my all of my shows. You know. Um, and and I'm always on the lookout for new shows. Um, I understand that too. And you know, particularly if I can find one very very early on in its in its lifespan, oh, I'm just such a happy girl then. Oh, of course, of course, I I, I feel that way too. I totally feel that way too. Yeah, I've gone through a number of them that are like that, and then they faded. So you know, <laughs> or they're yeah. on hiatus permanently right now. Yeah, exactly. Because I got to be friendly with the people that were putting them together and, you know, a couple computers died and so all the information was lost and then they just said, all right, the hell with it. And that was that. Yeah. And you know know what, though? I mean, fair enough. I mean, you know, most most people that are doing shows aren't getting paid for it. They're doing it because it's a hobby. And, you know, sometimes life just gets in the way. Right. Exactly. 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 Which is which is why I am so thrilled and shocked to be to be quite honest that my uh, Patreon page has just jumped. I I, I am shocked, shocked and awed. Oh, it, awesome! It was yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I'm humbled. I, I, it's 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 such a because because you know there's nothing there's no money quote unquote in podcasting it's all hobby it's all passion it's all I need to share this with the world for whatever it is and there you go world and then it's like world saying hey we like it here here thank you thank you for your time thank you for your energy thank you for your show it's it's right awesome well well and and you know what i mean it theoretically is possible to become you know a quote professional podcaster i mean um, well, it's not unheard of it, it's certainly not unheard of uh and you know everything 
everything that I've been reading, every everyone that I've been talking to in that space uh, believes that you know this is going to be the next big thing. You know. Oh, uh, I think so too. You know, I, I mean, and and you know, I do know there there are quite a few success stories out there. Um, so it, it's possible, but you know, it's you know, it's still early days. It's still early days. It's very early days, and I'm 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 only in. Uh, well, at the time we're recording, I'm in the in the middle of the fifties episode of the fifties, and uh, yeah, it's I, I'm still my mind is still blown that it's uh, in the fifties. To be quite honest, <laughs> I I sit down to record and I'm like, holy mackerel, I've done this many already. Whew. All right, cool, right. Well, and, you know, the the good part about that is is the more the more you do it like anything else, the more you do it the easier it gets. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. You know, so um yeah, yeah. no, I'm I'm digging it. I'm 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 feeling that groove, you might say. I really am. Really am because I'm getting my my edits down. I'm getting uh thoughts a little more streamlined or trying to at least. <laughs> I still go off on tangents though. Right, right. Well, just just out of curiosity, uh, do you listen to any of the the shows on the Twit Network by any chance? The Twit Network? Uh, no, no, I don't. I think I started to, and then because of just all the other ones I listen to or haven't had a chance to listen to, uh, I, I just I can't bring any new ones in. Is kind of where I'm at right now because uh, that's tech, uh, the week in tech, right? Yeah, that's yes. Leo Laporte and, yes, and, yes, and company. Yes. Yes, I've heard. Um, I've heard a number of shows through his network. Yeah, uh, he has he has a bunch there. Uh, the one that I was thinking about though was uh, Security Now uh, with Steve Gibson, and this is completely irrelevant to anything. Uh, okay, but they just did. They just celebrated 520 episodes. Holy mackerel! A, a couple. I I just can't imagine that 520 episodes of anything. You know, I I and that's weekly. I'm guessing. That's weekly, and and the crazy thing is, is he's only ever missed one week. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's see, it's, that's it's, passion, that's dedication. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, it just blows my mind. Five hundred and twenty episodes of a podcast, and 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 now they're talking about pushing the show out to being three hours long instead of two hours long. Oh my! Oh, see, I, that's something with me in the editing. I can't, I can't go over an hour and a half. That's that's really pushing it. I mean, I'll get the occasional two-hour episodes like I've had, and they're pretty. They're usually special, so it's not like it's the normal type show. And but an hour and a half is my max, and I really, I'm trying to keep it around an hour, hour and a little more, you know. Uh, but I, sometimes it's just a, you got to say some things about some things. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, the topic, uh, the topic, it, uh, it expand the, it'll expand to take the time that it deserves most of the time. Right. Um, and, and some things, you know, some things you can cover them in five minutes. Some things you just can't. I mean, mm-hmm. um, so, and you know what, um, I, personally, I like a long show anyway, so you know I'm I'm the wrong person to ask about shorter shows. You know, <laughs> you, know well, you just, also have the time to listen. 
well that's the thing you know uh, i have uh, i have the time to listen to it so i can uh, I, I can do a two hour show but not not everybody's you know not everybody has that time uh, and i know that you know the longer the longer it is to uh, you know the longer the show is to listen to you know it's probably double that um you know the raw material and then the editing is probably four times that it can be depending on the uh, complexity of the show uh for me I, I I think I I think I just now I, I'll admit I'm I'm predating ones you know I'm 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 ahead of the eight ball <laughs> you might say uh, not ahead of the eight ball no ahead uh, I'm ahead of the game <laughs> we'll call it that uh, in that I have an usually a one episode for sure sometimes two episodes queued before they actually go out so I'm I'm working you know two to three weeks ahead of the the production schedule release just so I can stay on top of it and give each episode its well-deserved true edit and listening time. So, uh, and I think I just went through this on one of the ones that is queued up that you haven't heard yet. Uh, But I think uh, usually if a show is an hour and a half, I record for about two hours and that gets edited down all the ums and spaces and, you know, let me check this and what am I saying? Right. Okay, fine. Uh, all of that stuff. If I get any bloopers, I get bloopers. If not, well, whatever. And then, when, once all that's done, is when I also add in, in any sound effects or music that I use. And then once once that so that hour and a half show will take about three hours to edit. And then, however long it is, I listen to it before I you know get it ready to publish. So. If it's an hour and a half, there's another hour and a half, sometimes a little longer because I'll go and tweak something here and there, whatever, to just final listen through, you know? And then I try to, I'm really horrible on this, try to do a spot check uh, quality control (laughs) sort of thing. You know, I'll pull up iTunes, I'll pull up Stitcher, and I'll give a listen to usually the beginning, and then I'll jump ahead in an episode just just to make sure it's coming out the way I wanted it to come out. Right, right, yeah, and uh, and of course you're doing this all yourself too. So you yeah, know, yeah, it, it's it, all me, baby. You know, and, and that's where the passion part of it comes in. Um, you know, uh, wouldn't it be great if you had somebody that would do this for you? Well, and that's where the the pro, you know, the, the, that's the one advantage the pros have on us is that uh, you know they have people that you know all they do is edit for eight hours a day. Exactly. And, uh, but for, here's the crazy thing for me. That's where I love to get creative. That's why the show has sound oh. effects. That's why the show has music once in a while. Because I'm like, uh, let's do this now. And, and I can. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and the thing is, is at the end of the day, I mean, however, however you want to do it, uh, it's, it's your art. So that's, you know, that, going back to it's the truest expression of you. So, you know, that's the beauty of it. Wow, those thank you for saying so much. That's thank you. I'm touched. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I, you know, to to kind of steer this back towards transition, uh, it's uh, I'm naturally. Yeah, please do. I went off on a tangent. I'm so sorry. (laughs) So let's get back on track. Me too. Um, You know, I mean. um, I, I'm looking at transition as a create, you know, the the ultimate DIY project. If you if you want to look at it that way, <laughs> yes. You know, uh, it, it's a it is a creative pursuit. You're you're building a person. You're building you. So, 
you know, all of these things, you know, that you pull from, you know, you pull from your creative side, uh, you know, for you, it's doing audio for me. Uh, it's, uh, it's photography from, um, you know, for somebody else, it might be something else, uh, you know, yeah. writing, for example, writing, painting, right. Absolutely. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. And, uh, right, and, so in the sense that I'm sorry to cut you off, this is interesting. You're, so, so photography is your, we'll say release. Uh, are you documenting your transition through photography? Um, not so much. Photography is one of my things. I, I'm into a lot of things. Um, cool. I like, you know, I like I like making things. I like painting. I just discovered painting about a month and a half ago. Um, you know, there was a a box um, that I was unpacking from the move, and there was a paint kit in it, and I thought. Oh, I could probably send that off. And I thought, well, you know what? It's here. I'm just going to pop down to the, 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 the store at the corner and pick up a canvas because, you know, and uh, see if I can do this. And I did. Um, I mean, it's not a Dutch masterpiece, but you know what? <laughs> I, I'm the one that's looking at it. It looks good to me. So awesome. I'm going to do this. Right. Cool. Uh, um, you know, and, you know, I love, uh, you know, the, uh, I love cooking. Cooking is another one of my creative outlets. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't write as much as I should. Um, I don't make as much as I would like, um, like in terms of just making objects. I used to, I used to be really into making, you know, uh, you know, uh, wooden furniture, wooden toys, stuff like that. Um, oh, wow. That's cool. Uh, I haven't done that because I had to tear my shop down when we moved. But you know what? It'll it'll come along. Um, and then right, just right. you know making the space around me. Uh, so it's all it's all concentric circles. You know, making you know making my life with my with my girlfriend, and uh, you know making the life with uh, with our families. Uh, you know, so we're uh, it's just uh, concentric circles of, of creativity. And once it starts. Uh, I find that it's it's feeding back on itself. So one thing is is driving another is driving another. Um, you know, for example, when I picked up uh, the paint kit that was in the box here and started messing around with it, uh, well, my girlfriend she said, "Well, you know what? I've got some pastels here that I wanted to play with. Let's play with color over here." So then I started saying. Oh, well, you know what? I really want to learn about doing this. And it was just, you know, one thing kind of led to another, led to another, um, you know, leading ourselves forward and, and just saying yes to, you know, instead of getting trapped in the old way of doing things and saying, well, I can't do that because that's not me, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I've just, you know, we, we've started saying yes to a whole bunch of things that we wouldn't, it seems crazy, but you know, the life we were in before, we didn't do that, you know, and now we're saying yes to things and it's just, it's been such a liberating process. That's wonderful. I'm so happy for you that you found that within yourself and that, the, that it's just moving well, along so smoothly. It seems, well, it's, I mean, not it's, to say there's any bumps in the road. I get that, but it just it's a it's a great way to look at it well i mean you know granted it's not you know i, I i'm sure that it's not all sunshine and roses for for a lot of people and well of course that's you know, life that and then that, throw trans that, on top of that 
Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, I've, I've certainly had my, my own trials and, you know, uh, but the, you know, each journey is unique, you know, um, you know, I'll find things, certain things easy that other people won't and other people will find things easy that I won't. Uh, and then, you know, there's other people out there that are just, you know, they're just going to have a rotten hand to, you know, uh, they've just been dealt a rotten hand and have so much to overcome. Uh, but then the, I think that's where community probably comes in um, so that we can all help each other out along the way. Yes, exactly, exactly. I, and because the, the, the trans community here is, is, well, the whole LGBT community, include everyone really, is so supportive of each other. I mean, you got your individuals, okay, fine, you're going to find those everywhere. But the whole is so supportive of each other. And to me, that's one of the things I, I like. I don't want to say a lot, but it really stands out when you when you interact with these people, if that makes any sense. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and like you say, they're, they're, in any community, you will run into, you know, the, the ones that bring everybody else down. But for the most part, our, our community here as well, it's it's pretty positive and pretty diverse, I would have to say. That's fantastic, um, yeah. I think everybody needs to try to find those types of cities just for that support. Because you, you, you can't do it in, in a negative environment. You can't do it when you're battling all these other things. You, you, part, of, part, of, part of the checklist, part of working your thing is making sure that you're in that safe environment ready to do, ready to do it. Oh, it, absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, you know, and you know, you you have to make sure that that you're um you're physically safe, mentally safe, uh, you know, even just to uh, you know, even just to get the basics of existence down because, uh, you know, um, if you're in peril in any sort of way, that's just, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to work. You know, you, you have to, um, I, I mean, this is all obvious. This is all stuff that you've covered before, but you know, I'm just, I'm agreeing. It's always with you. worth repeating. You know, it's, it's important always, stuff. It's important that you, that, that, that you, that, that you just protect yourself as much as you can. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I see it as putting the positive all around you. Because usually when most people are at the point of, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to come out as transgender. This is, this is who I am. And then they, you know, whatever right, the next exactly. step is, is for them, whatever it's therapy or full time or HRT, whatever, everybody's different. But when they make that step within themselves from that point forward, you've usually at that point, there's a, a negative energy just forcing them to really look inward. At least that's how it kind of was for me. And you got to get that negative out because you're not going to be able to be good for yourself or, or others, but yourself specifically, if there's that right, right. all around you. Right. And, and I think that kind of goes back to my, uh, the idea that I had about zones of safety and your own, you know, your personal, you know, this is my personal circle and I'm going to work outwards from there. Uh, and, you know, each... Uh, each each layer out from there, you want to build it up to be as positive as you can uh, and as supportive as you can. And, you know, it starts with yourself and then it goes to your immediate family and then, you know, to the community at large. Right, right. And it works out. I've, I've the, uh, uh, the pebble in the pond is, uh, is the thing I've used. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah so. because that's so true. That's exactly how it is. It works outward like that. 
So yeah, you yeah. have to you have to start with positive energy, positive stuff around you, and all that support just to be able to to, to do it. Ah, Phaedra, thank you so much for being part of the show this week. I really appreciate it. And with that, we're going to leave it right there till next week. We're going to pick, hey, there's the closing music. Wow, we made it already to there. Holy mackerel, that went fast. <laughs> As I was saying, we're going to pick up right where we left off with Phaedra D in part two of our conversation with her. Our conversation, my conversation with her. Uh, as always, I'm looking for people to be on the show. I'm looking for suggestions of topics to talk about. I'm looking for so many different things. Send them my way. Changes in Latitudes podcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, slide on over to Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com. Hey, bookmark it so you can, you know, go back and use our Amazon affiliate link or donate through PayPal or even better yet, join the Patreon group, patreon.com slash Changes in Latitudes podcast. And now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we just would go insane. And if we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. So, stay crazy, everyone, and I'll catch you next week. to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you, so let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now, wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time! Disclaimer I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, first, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2015 by me, Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. some outtakes uh we're breaking up i don't want to lose you no don't lose you you're saying something i cannot hear you
we may need to hang up and try again. Uh, oh, no. While, it just, it, it, every once in a while, my internet just completely flakes out for no apparent reason. But mm. uh, yeah, Stuff a, like that happens. It's technology. It's okay. We're back again. That's what counts. That's what yeah, counts. It, it, isn't so, technology wonderful? I mean, uh, I lo- well, I love it because of the podcast, but I hate it because of the podcast. <laughs> so... You know? Yeah. Um, but, but then again, I mean, look at how far we've come in such a short time. I mean, you know, yes. we're, it was, you know, within living memory that. Oh, no. No. That, you know, we, we were got, dialing we, we just and acoustic couplers on modems, you know? So uh, if this decides to flake out on me every once in a while, I'm not going to complain. Okay. Oh, dear. Here we go again. Okay, I, yeah. I can't hear gotcha. you. Oh, there we are. Okay. Yeah. So, like now? I say, if if we, uh, yeah, we're 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 flaking a little bit, I think, but I think we might be okay. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. Thank you for listening, and never forget the following. <laughs>